Listening to KSMC 89.5 on your dials, and you are about to hear some big news here. So, first, there was a uh, most recently, actually, as of last night, congratulations to the St. Mary's Gales. They are in the NIT tournament, in uh, they're actually ranked number two. They definitely got snubbed out of a uh, NCAA bid, but hey, you you uh, deal with what what happened. So I think they should have been where um, UConn, the men's UConn team, is as of now. But uh, hey, we got a bid to get into NIT, so we're gonna prove the NCAA wrong. So as of last night, they played New Mexico State who were actually ranked number seven in the NIT tournament. And if you don't know um, what the NIT tournament is or what it's about, the, originally it was put on for the non-NCAA teams to get in to another tournament to basically show off their skill in a uh, different manner. So basically it's New York... Um, hosts this tournament and invites a handful of West Coast teams to battle it out, battle it out amongst themselves, and then whoever is still in the tournament after a certain amount of rounds, they get invited to New York and actually play in Madison Square Garden, which I think is a super cool thing to do. And uh, I wish the Gales the best of luck. So to give you an idea, it wasn't a, um, a huge win by any means necessary in, in the uh, regard to it was a close-fought battle between New Mexico State and the Gales. So after the first half, the Gales were up 31-26, to 26, 
which in terms of college basketball, that's pretty slim of a margin. If it was over 10 points, then you'd be nervous. But anyway, then uh, the second half came in, which New Mexico actually scored more points than St. Mary's did. However, the late free throws, as ESPN called it, this game was actually on ESPN too, which was another kind of surprise that such a small kind of unknown school was on such a big stage. But this is all before March Madness which I'll get into in a second here. So anyway, SMC won 58-56, which means now they obviously get to move on. They're still alive, and their next game will either be, to, I think it's Friday or Saturday, between the winner of Belmont and I think it's Georgia. Thanks, Nick, for the, uh, the heads up on the possible teams that they will be facing. And the other big news is... The New York Rangers, at least for myself, the New York Rangers are in the same state as I am, which it might not be big news to you. However, it is to me. So, welcome to California, the uh, the New York Rangers. Tonight at 7.30, actually, they will be playing the Anaheim Ducks. Quick little California trip for the uh, East Coast team. They're starting with the Ducks tonight, and then tomorrow night they are sliding over or cruising across the freeway to L.A. and playing the Kings. And then Saturday, the game that I'm actually going to, thank you to my parents slash Santa Claus, however you want to call it, I will be sitting in the Sharks Arena. I'll be one of, hopefully many, with a Rangers jersey on cheering on the team and uh, enjoying myself and spring break finally. Thank goodness. So I guess the other big news is that just actually broke a few minutes ago. Adam LaRoche, a uh, baseball player, a, a slugger to be exact, he has retired over the um, White Sox request to limit his son in the clubhouse which, for those of you out of the know, the clubhouse is essentially kind of the locker room and where the players kind of hang out before, after, or during a practice. And as I, as I was reading this article, um, they cited, or the White Sox cited, that it is okay for kids to visit the, um, the clubhouse and the stadium. However, uh, LaRoche's son seemed to be visiting too much. And uh, LaRoche, at that point, has retired. And actually, from his Twitter, he put, Thank you, Lord, for the game of baseball and for giving me way more than I ever deserved. And then it says, Hashtag family first, which kind of hints at why he left, which it, it's, it's a little saddening that over such a small thing, someone would retire. But you have to have your morals. You have to have your... Um, your line drawn in the sand, and I guess that was his line drawn in the sand, which I wish him nothing but the best at his uh, retirement, and hopefully uh, he can come back in the form of either a coach or a first baseman or first base head coach or coach or a general manager or something to at least keep his foot in the baseball arena. So as I had mentioned before, there's plenty of stuff going on sports-wise. There's a bunch of news and more events going on than you could shake a stick at. So 
thus being March, we have March Madness now. So soon enough, we have the NCAA, or as some people call it NC2A, the March Madness Tournament, which is a round of 64 teams pitted against each other. So you have the, uh, the first-ranked team versus the 16th-ranked team, and then it goes in ascending order, basically. So knowing your host, myself, I have put up many different, um, different ballots of who I think will win it all and the upsets and all of the fun stuff surrounding basically three weeks of basketball essentially nonstop. There's a couple of days breaks in between there, but for the most part there is basketball on the whole entire time. So with that being said, I'm going to uh, give you a preview as to who I think will be winning it all and who I think will upset. So this bracket um, that I'm going to explain to you, first off I have Kansas moving on against Austin P. Austin P. Yukon versus Colorado, Maryland versus South Dakota, Hawaii is my upset for Cal, Arizona versus Wichita State, the Shockers, Miami versus Buffalo, Temple versus Iowa, Villanova advancing over UNC Asheville, Oregon beating HC or Southern because there's still some games to be played, St. Joe's beating Cincinnati, Baylor over Yale, Duke over UNC Wilmington, Northern Iowa over Texas, Green Bay as the upset of, over Texas A&M, Oregon State over VCU, Oklahoma over CSU Bakersfield, and UNC over FGCU, Providence over USC as a slight upset, Chattanooga as a major upset against Indiana, Kentucky against or over Stony Brook, Notre Dame over Michigan and Tulsa or or Tulsa, West Virginia over SF Austin, Wisconsin over Pitt. Xavier over Weber State, U of A over Hampton, Butler over Texas Tech, Purdue over Little Rock, Iowa State over Iona, Seton Hall over Gonzaga because screw the Bulldogs, Utah over Fresno State, Dayton over Syracuse, Michigan State over Mid-Tennessee. And we'll quickly fast forward because I won't bore you with the details to my final four. I have Arizona versus Oklahoma. I have Michigan State versus West Virginia. So uh, out of those four, I believe Arizona will be moving on, as well as Michigan State. And then the championship game, for those of you who figured it out, Arizona versus Michigan State. I have the uh, semi-upset with Arizona winning over Michigan State. So <clears throat> with that, uh, that's just a little kind of preview into one of Actually, I think I, at this point I have 10 brackets that could potentially uh, win something or nothing, but ultimately it's, it's free to play, so basically it's kind of totally all for fun. So you should definitely look into it if you're looking for something to entertain yourself or you're a fan of basketball or you're a fan of college sports because the biggest thing that, or the biggest reason why I enjoy March Madness is because some of these players, this is their last chance to play this game in, um, in a uh, semi-professional or organized capacity. 
Most of these players will not get picked up by NBA teams. However, there are some that are good enough that will get picked up. But anyway, that means that those players that aren't will be playing their hearts out this year, that or this March, actually, that it is one of the biggest um, tournaments for them and what a coup to go out on top, basically. So check it out if you can. And uh, I will keep you updated on who's in and who's out and who's moved on and who's looking good and who needs to sharpen up. So with that being said, the 2016 Spring Equinox, the Magic Meadow Ritual and Egg Hunt, because Easter is coming. However, Easter is coming sooner than later for this weekend. Saturday, March 19th at the Golden Gate Park, the Magic Meadow. There's going to be a egg hunt for you. I believe it's only for children, so all of, all you college kids don't don't go. But it starts at 1 p.m. and uh, if this weather right now is any preview of this weekend's weather, it is going to be a fantastic weekend. So enjoy the weekend out there. Enjoy the weather. And with that, here is some new jibbies with feather. Light is a feather when I'm moving through. Read it from the daily notes, measuring the earth within the golden rule. Centimeters of heat, but I'm heating the speaker. Motivational teacher with words that burn people. Singing the headlines live with discord. It's either genocide or the planet and other war. Never good. The rules of paradise are never nice. The best laid plans of ice and men are never right. I'm just a vagabond with flowers for Algernon and Africa. Joe, who knows what the fuck is going on? It's the hope of my thoughts that I travel the ball fly like an arrow of God until I'm gone. So drifting away like a feather in air. Letting my words take me away from the hurt and despair. So I'm keeping it vertical forever elevator. Riding the escalator to the something that is greater. So I'm drifting away like a feather in air. Letting my soul take me away from the hurt and despair. So I'm keeping it vertical forever elevator. Riding the escalator to the something that is greater. Taking chances. The world tap dancing with wolves. In an ice arena out there. Keeping it blood. The Barathona. The zombie out. Life's a body gated. Trying to be Dali. But her rights are real life. A painted vivid. Habitat crazy insane. Watching propaganda. Sex and clock. Dudes are insane. Coaches clash. All black folk and white trash. They're rebel in this life. In the space that might crash. Ash. To millennium. A million miles of running. Had to be the now. But I don't return. Gunning. Grand wolf style. Gun wolf style. Gunning. Hand wolf loud. Two towns loud. Stunning. Stunning. When they hit you.
say something, keep me up some wide. Wake up, bitches come wide. Everything is sacrificed. All the numbers who say something, keep me up some wide. Wake up, bitches come wide. Everything is sacrificed. Yeah, all the numbers who taking the right steps, so they gonna like this. It ain't always me. You hear it when I write this. Feel I'm in a dream. The dream is so priceless. Fight for it now until the minute that I'm like. Life gets so cold at times, and the heat only leads us to further crimes. It's funny how it all seems so close at times. Just to fall through your fingers, more like the fifth time I write my fifth rhyme from a past life memory. Been doing this since the 16th century. Flow like weaponry, thrown by the heavenly god like Take down haters of all types, steady keeping all eyes on the only thing that matters. So keep dreaming at all times. Nothing they can do to say to stop that. So pass the mic and let my homie drop that flow. Vocal refuge with hockey grins Breaking out of any box they try to stuff me in When must I begin my best course of action When I happen to spit it like strep throats contracted West coast the matic in each facet and wave From rapping the day you're passing and back from the grave Slaying out late before going my studies To record with my buddies till it's morning and sunny I couldn't let misfortune stun me Nor these thick gorgeous honeys that swore they loved me I have no regrets if a lord's above me On this yellow brick road I'm running Swole funding, flow more money when my business is done And the style was a shit in the cup It's been a while since my mission begun Falling down, never would it give up Interest in doubt, you're picking this up Say something, give me the song Why we go, bitches come wide Everything is sacrificed Only in the pursuit of my dreams. I drink light, think bright, right, beautiful things. There's so many peasants present, but my crew is like kings. They keep me hungry like the days when I was new in my teens. Doing my thing now, it's a tireless effort. Connected to this music like a wireless network. I hustle every day trying to acquire this net worth. But still, you gotta find the respect first. So let's work. An expert when it comes to these lines. I know you wasn't surprised. You heard it dozens of times. Every time that brother tells you, starts to bust in his rhymes. Cause ain't too many dudes with appetites as hungry as mine. I'm a True artists never spit around, it's artificial. I kill the tracks on the direct fire to start a pistol. Hit the chronic, try to deal with all my chronic issues. Mama told me what's without a drop of potty. Each day woke up and I saw my goals. Got up in the morning, put the world on pause. Reached for my journal, put a pen in my palm. Jotted down words that I had in my heart. Couldn't make sense of it at the time, but that's fine. The overall feeling divine. Couple days passed, they were still in my mind. Couldn't run from it, butterflies in my stomach.
right, so that last song there was with Soul Chef with Say Something. So before we get back to sports real quick, I'd <coughs> just like to uh, say happy almost St. Patrick's Day. It is technically tomorrow, the, uh, the holiday of my people, as, uh, as I like to say. And uh, with that, we'll uh, shift right back into some sports talk. So uh, in the NFL right now, we're still knee-deep in free agents or off-season and free agent signing time. The, uh, the biggest question mark I see with the, uh, the free agents out there as of right now, maybe not the biggest question mark, but maybe the, more, the most intriguing question mark is Robert Griffin III. He's a quarterback from Washington Redskins, and before that from the uh, Baylor University, in which he had a great career there. And the Redskins went after him and drafted him, and he had a very good tendency to hurt himself nearly all the time. So, as of right now, he is a free agent. Uh, Washington let him go, released him. And right now, the New York Jets are looking at him, or at least they're an interested team, as they were saying. But I also heard that they, the Los Angeles Rams had him out to California to, I guess, take a look at him, uh, run him through some uh, interviews and some drills. But I guess they, at this point, have moved on. So... I would like to see the Jets pick him up. I feel like that should be an interesting combination up there, but still not the best for him. He he needs to work on not getting hurt all the time, and I think he has some flashes of brilliance. But the uh, the bigger well out in Houston, but we'll see because Osweiler has has shown that he has some skill and some talent that he can lead the Broncos, specifically against, uh, I believe it was the Bengals game, that he came in or uh, actually got brought up to quarterback number one because of Peyton's fasciitis. So I think he will experience some uh, good luck or some success in Houston, but I don't think he'll win a championship there. Houston, I feel, needs to spend more on the free agency side and pick up a, uh, a few good offensive pieces because as of now, they're, they're not really a threat outside of their own division being the, the NFC, I believe it's the NFC South, with, uh, or excuse me, the AFC South with teams like the Colts, the Jaguars, um, the, the Texans, and the... Uh, who's the other one? I think it's the Saints. Don't quote me on that. However, uh, one of their biggest, I guess, departures was um, their running back with, let me try to, uh, Arian Foster. However, I think it's uh, best for both of them, or both parties, because Arian Foster, similar to RG3, got hurt way too much and did not perform up to up to snuff over the last couple of years. I remember there was one or two years where he broke out and had a terrific year. However, 
after that, he was injured and missed most of the seasons afterwards. So be on the lookout. There's still time for free agents to sign with new teams, re-sign with old teams, and uh, possibly retire. I guess that's, that's the other option. Uh, there's actually a, a large amount of players retiring this year, including Peyton Manning and Charles Woodson and uh, Justin Tuck as well. Um, the Speaking of Justin Tuck and the, the New York Giants, the, um, the biggest thing I feel like uh, Jerry Reese, the general manager, is spending his money like it's going out of style. Granted, we have quite a lot of cap space because of... Uh, in case you're wondering, Jason Pierre-Paul, since he blew up his hand and did not report for practice and to the team, we then got the amount of games he missed, that much money against our cap space, and now we can spend all of that money. So we are wheeling and dealing. We picked up a defensive end from Miami uh, in Vernon. We picked up... Um, uh, I forgot some of the... Oh, uh, a defensive player from the Jets. And we are still looking for a couple of players. And then on top of that, we also have the draft, which, as sitting at number 10 in the draft order, I would like to, as a fan, I would like to see a wide receiver get drafted. However, if in all re realistic picks, let's say... I think they'll probably go with a defensive side player, probably a defensive end or like a left tackle or a right tackle. But I'm not the GM, so it's going to be a, a surprise to me as well. So moving right along, a quick little plug here for a weekend St. Patrick's Day stuff. 2016 Irish Madness at the Park St. Patrick's Weekend Celebration. It's all day at the Soma Street Food Park. It's 428 11th Street in San Francisco, and it is free to go to. However, bring some money for drinks, food, and other fun stuff that you might see that you want to get. Uh, so with that being said, and on that theme, we're going to play some at least Irish-themed music. Maybe not just St. Patrick's Day, but something to uh, get you revved up for tomorrow.
Alright, so that was I'm Shipping Up to Boston by the Dropkick Murphys, one of the, uh, what I think is the better Irish-themed bands, at least as of recently. So continuing on with that St. Patrick's Day theme, we'll get some quick trivia or some quick thoughts on it, and then we will switch into some hockey news and go from there. So first off, the, uh, the first city that held a St. Patrick's Day parade was actually Boston, Massachusetts, in 1737. Just think about that for a quick minute, that 1737, that was quite a long time ago. And why is green associated with St. Patrick's Day? Because it is the color of spring, Ireland, and the shamrock. They, how did St. Patrick's get to Ireland the first time? At age 15, he was kidnapped by Irish pirates from his parents' estate in the Roman province of Britain and sold into slavery in Ireland, which is quite the opposite of what you're told in school, that he just kind of wandered over there or found himself there and didn't really go into the backstory. So now you know. Now this, this city dyes its river green to celebrate St. Patrick's Day at Chicago. That would be quite a, uh, quite a trip to look out your window and see a green river. So with that, um, where was St. Patrick born? It was actually in Britain. Why is St. Patrick's Day celebrated on March 17th? That is the day he died, March 17th, 461 A.D. So with that being said, there's some quick little trivia for you. Now we're going to get into the, uh, the puns. The, the, the whole time you've been waiting for this, I, I can tell. So how can you tell if a leprechaun is having a good time? He is doubling over with laughter. Yikes. Why would you never iron a four-leaf clover? Because you, could, you shouldn't press your luck. Yikes. Yet again. So... With that, we're going to slide over to some hockey news. And as I had mentioned before, the Rangers are now in California. And uh, <clears throat> I feel like uh, I'm semi-connected. <laughs> I, feel, I feel the presence and the force that um, they have officially arrived. So we'll start with the uh, conference update and then uh, some good, bad, and ugly news. So Western Conference, Dallas is up top with 91 points, tied with them St. Louis. Los Angeles right behind them with 89, Chicago with 88, Anaheim with 85, who play the New York Rangers later tonight. San Jose right behind them with 84, Nashville with 83, Minnesota with 75, and Colorado with 74. So just to give you an idea that um, the points are getting so tight as of now. Arizona, or excuse me, Colorado and Minnesota are one point away from each other. Colorado could slide in there down this last stretch. They both played 70 games out of an 82 regular season, or 82 game regular season, so we're down the extreme last stretch. And uh, with that, I'll dive in with the uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly, at least for the Western Conference, and basically who I like, who I don't like, and who is maybe going to be a menace in the playoffs. So up top, Dallas, they have had some hot streaks, some cold patches, and everywhere in between. 
So I guess overall, they're a soft number one, as, as I would put it. St. Louis, I would put in the same area. Los Angeles, they're, they're doing what they've done for a couple of years now. They don't look so hot at the beginning, and then they just turn it on right at the right time. But they've, they've had multi-goal games recently against some top-tier teams as well. So I think, uh, I think they're gearing up for the playoffs, which is always scary, as most of us know, or at least I know, unfortunately, the, the negative side of that. Anyway, Chicago is Chicago. I think they'll hop into the playoffs and show that they're worth worth their uh, number four seed. And Anaheim, I feel the same way, that they, they could hop into the playoffs and either there's two ways they could go. They either get blown out the first series or they sweep the other team. I, I feel like there's no other way that they do series. San Jose... It's going to be an interesting one. I think uh, with the pickup of Reimer, or Reimer, I forgot how you pronounce his name, the goalie, the new goalie, is uh, a great pickup. He's proven to them so far that he's been worth that, worth that trade with the Maple Leafs. And Nashville, not entirely sure. I, I don't really feel like they could be a big threat, but hey, you never know. Once you get to the playoffs, nothing else matters. It's a whole new season, basically. Minnesota, they are barely skirting by with 75 points, and uh, they're trying to fight Colorado to get that last wild card, or excuse me, that last spot in the Western Conference. So good luck to both of them. I will slide over to the Eastern Conference. Up top, Washington Capitals, who have now officially clinched a playoff spot this early in the season, which is insane to think about however they do have 105 points so congrats to them and congrats on their future president's trophy which they will then lose in the playoffs but i have already explained that to everyone so if if you want to know more about it or want to learn about the president's trophy curse look it up it's quite interesting florida panthers right behind them with 87 points which i feel like they have been putting up putting up goals and they could be a threat in the playoffs. Boston, who just recently lost to the San Jose Sharks, uh, actually yesterday, I don't feel like they are too big of a threat. They're not the Bruins of yesteryear that were the the big bruisers who would check you and forecheck you into the boards like you were a rag doll. So I'm not too nervous about them. And New York Islanders, again, I think that's a team that can switch on a dime where they can either be extremely dominant or they can show up and basically look like an AHL team. Then we have the New York Rangers. I would say both New York teams have a very similar play style that on any given day they can play up to a Washington Capitals-esque team with the skill and talent that they have. And then they can turn right around, in the Rangers' case, almost blow a lead, a 3-0 lead to the Buffalo Sabres, one of the worst teams in the league. Right behind them, we have Tampa Bay Lightning, which I think they're just a kind of run-of-the-mill team, nothing too special. Obviously, they, they've gotten themselves positioned to be in the playoffs. Then we have the Pittsburgh Penguins, which I would say, again, 
they're not too dangerous, I feel, in the playoffs. I think uh, they'll probably get bounced out this first round. Then we have the Detroit Red Wings at the number 8 spot with 79 points. Uh, I think if Jimmy Howard can play out of his mind and their backup goalie can sub in a, a little bit here and there, I think they could be a dangerous team. However, Jimmy Howard, I think, is past his prime, definitely. And I think uh, he should look for greener pastures and other teams on the offseason. But we'll see what happens. And I guess the, uh, the, intri- excuse me, the intrigue is Philadelphia Flyers have 78 points and they have two games in hand, which means for in lamest terms that they have two more games to play than Detroit. Detroit has played 70. So only being behind the Red Wings by one point, the Flyers can essentially come or win two more games than the Red Wings have up to this point and get uh, that eighth playoff spot. However, you never know. There's still eight or excuse me, 12 games or less in some teams' uh, schedule. But I'm not a fan of seeing Philadelphia get into the playoffs. I'd much rather see the Capitals play the Red Wings and beat up on each other, and then whoever's the next highest seed plays, or the next lowest seed, excuse me, plays the Capitals, which we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, I would like to see, I'll, I'll give you um, who I would like the Rangers to play and who I wouldn't like the Rangers to play. I would like the Rangers to play, I would say, either the Islanders, as of now, that's the number four and five spot, or move back up, because they're, they're only two points behind being second place, and play the Pittsburgh Penguins. I think either of those series are not easily winnable, but at least winnable with this uh, this New York Rangers team, who I don't want to play, or am dreading to play, is the Capitals. We've had their their ticket pretty much this whole year, but... We've also had some very poor performances against them. However, in recent history, when we do play them in playoff series, we definitely know how to break Washington's heart. So it's a little bit of um, nervousness, but not too much. Anyway, with that being said, we're going to slide into some music. And uh, before we do that, we're going to have a quick plug here. Having some, let's see here. So, as I'm uh, finding a new advertisement, um, tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day. Don't forget to wear green or you will get pinched. So, that's my uh, plug for you. Uh, so, this weekend, Sunday, March 20th, at 1130 at the Cantor Art Center. Uh, this is actually in Stanford. There's an outdoor sculpture walk. It's free to go to. It's a little bit of a drive if you're up here in Moraga, but it seems like it's a, a cool thing to check out. Stanford University's Distinguished Outdoor Art Collection includes nearly 100 sculptures and features important figurative and abstract works and a variety of media by artists of the late 19th century to the present. So that sounds pretty cool. If you uh, can make it out there, check it out. I would like to, but I think Sunday I'm going to be uh, 
relaxing because I will finally be on spring break. And with that being said, here's Dropkick Murphys again with the boys are back.
right, so that last song there was The State of Massachusetts, I, I Can Talk, I Swear, by Dropkick Murphys as well. So we will end or at least wrap up this week's show with a quote. May you have enough happiness to make you sweet, enough trials to make you strong, enough sorrow to keep you human, enough hope to make you happy. There's uh, no credit to that, but I think it's a good quote to just think about that Everyone has their uh, their personal baggage. Everyone has their own story. And as you're uh, walking around doing your own thing, you just, just think about everyone else out there doing the same thing that you don't know their story or you might know part of their story. But basically what I'm trying to say is uh, treat everyone as if they uh, were in your own story or your own lifestyle that... Not everyone has had it as easy or as hard as you, and just to remember that we're all here for a short amount of time, so might as well just make it enjoyable, or as enjoyable as we can. So, a couple more things before I uh, hit the outro song. Uh, tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day, as I have told you more than once, I know that. Um, wear green tomorrow. Try to drink a beer if you're of legal age, and try to drink some uh, whiskey if you can, and if again, if you're legal age. Then Saturday, the 20th, is the first day of spring, so you have that to look forward to. And like I had mentioned as well earlier today, the weather is beautiful up here in the Bay Area. It's finally broken up all that storms that we had last week. Holy moly. I thought we were going to float away there for a second, but luckily it broke. The sun is out, and the weather is looking prime into the weekend and beyond. So go out there, enjoy it. Try to make it out to uh, one, if not all, of those events that I had been talking about. And uh, I will actually not be here next week because it is my spring break. Thank goodness. Holy moly. I feel like this uh, this semester has just been ramping up with projects and looking for the uh, the J word, the J-O-B. I won't even say it out loud. Um, so with that, I will be back two weeks from now, and I will hopefully be coming back with some good news in the form of some J-O-B stuff or just uh, revamped energy for this last little stretch and then... It's time to graduate. Holy moly's. Yet again, I feel like I've just been saying holy moly a lot. So, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. You're listening to KSMC Moraga 89.5 on your dial. Or if you're one of the cooler ones, on you're listening to TuneIn.com. Or if you're one of the ones that listens to it later, you're listening to it as a podcast form. Thank you. Have a great Wednesday. Have a great rest of your week and have a fantastic weekend. I know I will. And uh, if you are local or not, try to watch the Sharks Rangers game because I might be on TV. That's how low my seat or close my seats are with my brother and I. So that is going to be quite an exciting game. And now with that. Here is the Living Color Cult of Personality. If you hadn't realized, that's my intro as well as my outro song. Thank you.
Okay. 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 